Chapter Eight of Aristotle's Masterpiece by Pseudo Aristotle. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eight The Opinion of the Learned Concerning Children Conceived and Born Within Seven Months, with Arguments Upon the Subject to Prevent Suspicion of Incontinency and Bitter Contest on That Account to which are added rules to know the disposition of man's body by the genital parts many bitter quarrels happen between men and their wives upon the man's supposition that the child comes too soon and by consequence that he could not be the father whereas it is the want of understanding the secrets of nature which brings the man into that error and which had he known might have cured him of his suspicion and jealousy to remove which i shall endeavour to prove that it is possible and has been frequently known that children have been born at seven months paul the counsel has this passage in the nineteenth book of pleadings v quote, it is now a received truth that a perfect child may be born in the seventh month by the authority of the learned hippocrates and, therefore, we must believe that a child born at the end of the seventh month in lawful matrimony may be lawfully begotten. Unquote. Galen is of the opinion that there is no certain time set for the bearing of children, and that from Pliny's authority, who makes mention of a woman that went thirteen months with child. But as to what concerns the seventh month, a learned author says... Quote, I know several married people in Holland that had twins born in the seventh month, who lived to old age, having lusty bodies and lively minds. Wherefore their opinion is absurd who assert that a child at seven months cannot be perfect and long-lived, and that it cannot in all parts be perfect until the ninth month." Unquote. Thereupon the author proceeds to tell a passage from his own knowledge, v. Quote, of late there happened a great disturbance amongst us, which ended not without bloodshed, and was occasioned by a virgin, whose chastity had been violated, descending from a noble family of unspotted fame. Several charged the fact upon the judge, who was president of a city in Flanders, who firmly denied it, saying he was ready to take his oath that he never had any carnal copulation with her, and that he would not father that which was none of his, and father argued that he verily believed it was a child born in seven months, himself being many miles distant from the mother of it when it was conceived, upon which the judges decreed that the child should be viewed by able physicians and experienced women, and that they should make their report. They having made diligent inquiry, all of them with one mind, concluded the child, without discussing who was the father, was born within the space of seven months, and that it was carried in the mother's womb but twenty-seven weeks and some odd days. But if she should have gone full nine months, the child's parts and limbs would have been more firm and strong, and the structure of the body more compact, for the skin was very loose, and the breastbone that defends the heart, and the gristles that lay over the stomach, 
lay higher than naturally they should be not plain but crooked and sharp rigid or pointed like those of a young chicken hatched in the beginning of spring and being a female it wanted nails upon the joints of the fingers upon which from the masculous cartilaginous matter of the skin nails that are very smooth do come and by degrees harden she had instead of nails a thin skin or film as for her toes there were no signs of nails upon them wanting the heat which was expanded to the fingers from the nearness of the heart all this was considered and above all one gentlewoman of quality that assisted affirming that she had been the mother of nineteen children and that diverse of them had been born and lived at seven months though within the seventh month for in such cases the revolution of the month ought to be observed which perfects itself in four bare weeks or somewhat less than twenty-eight days in which space of the revolution the blood being agitated by the force of the moon the courses of women flow from them which being spent and the matrix cleansed from the menstruous blood which happens on the fourth day then if a man on the seventh day lie with his wife the copulation is most natural and then the conception is best and the child thus begotten may be born in the seventh month and prove very healthful so that on this report the supposed father was pronounced innocent the proof that he was a hundred miles distant all that month in which the child was begotten as for the mother she strongly denied that she knew the father being forced in the dark and so through fear and surprise was left in ignorance Unquote. As for coition, it ought not to be used unless the parties be in health, lest it turn to the disadvantage of the children so begotten, creating in them, through the abundance of ill humours, diverse languishing diseases. Wherefore, health is no better discerned than by the genitals of the man, for which reasons midwives, and other skilful women, were formerly wont to see the testicles of children, thereby to conjecture their temperature and state of body. And young men may know thereby the signs and symptoms of death, for if the cases of the testicles be loose and feeble, which are the proofs of life, are fallen, but if the secret parts are wrinkled and raised up, it is a sign that all is well but that the event may exactly answer the prediction it is necessary to consider what part of the body the disease possesseth for if it chance to be the upper part that is afflicted as the head or stomach then it will not so then appear by the members which are unconnected with such grievances but the lower part of the body exactly sympathising with them their liveliness on the contrary makes it apparent for nature's force and the spirits that have their intercourse first manifest themselves therein which occasions midwives to feel the genitals of children to know in what part the gulf is residing and whether life or death be portended thereby 
the symptoms being strongly communicated to the vessels that have their intercourse with the principal seat of life. End of chapter 8